Hi, my name is Kay Sutha. I am a business strategist and I will be your host. In this podcast, I'll be getting raw, real and relentless whilst interviewing successful entrepreneurs from all over the world who specialize in different aspects of business. We'll cover the five main pillars of business, which are sales, marketing, finance, operations and leadership, but not forgetting mindset, live and digital events, plus much, much more. You will gain insights, tips and tricks and discover jaw-dropping actionable steps that you will be able to put in place for your business right away. Guys, I have an amazing guest speaker for you here today. Samantha is a Twitter expert, author, community builder and founder of the Women's Inspire Network, a global online network for female entrepreneurs. She's named as one of the top marketing influencers on many global lists, including Forbes. With over 60,000 followers, guys, on Twitter, Samantha has built an extremely powerful brand around using Twitter effectively for businesses, building relationships, and using Twitter for good. She's also the proud mom of two beautiful girls. Please welcome Samantha Kelly, the tweeting goddess. Welcome to the show, Samantha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm laughing at your intro. I'm like, gosh, she sounds brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, that's me. It just shows you how 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 you can actually move forward and 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 do the things that you always kind of wanted to do. And you know, when someone else inspires you, you, you could be that person. You know, I just do, I do want to point out though the Forbes thing was an article that I contributed to. Someone had asked me um, to contribute my tips to, so it wasn't a list as such. But someday. Someday oh, I'll be on a list oh, for Forbes. Oh, that's yeah. even better, you know, that you yeah, actually yeah. offered your value and contributed to Forbes. That's pretty cool. You it know? is pretty cool, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. And there's a great story behind that as well. So Ooh. it's all about Twitter. I'm telling you, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, the, the relationships, the connections I've made. It's amazing. Wow. Samantha, the thing is, right, we had a short call before this. That I pre-screen everyone that comes onto this podcast. And when I had this call with you, Oh my goodness. I learned so much about Twitter. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> even using Twitter before our call. Right? Yeah, I don't know yeah. how to use Twitter. You were actually training me. <laughs> I know I do that. It's, I don't know. It's just like, you know, when I have someone on a call, it's like, oh, by the way, while I'm here, change this, do this. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so grateful for that, you know, and now I am definitely using Twitter in everything that I do. So I've started Brilliant. changing that around as well. So thank you so much for that. Now, before we really get into how Twitter can change your world, your business, your relationships, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, what you were doing before you got into Twitter and how you, you know, found this kind of fabulous pat- platform to build your business. It started uh, about when I was 40. I'm 50 now. And I was just about to hit 40. Hold on a second. You look amazing. I had to stop you there because you just briefly went over that, that you're 50. (laughs) You look amazing. You're going to tell me your secrets about that later on. (laughs) I think it's my mother's genes, actually. It's nothing to do with me, I can tell you. (laughs) But thank you. Thank you very much. Um, But, you know, thank you. But, you know, the the thing is, um, when I was hitting 40, uh, my daughter was, I think she was 11. And what happened was um, 
she my other daughter was about to start mainstream school my marriage had just broken up so I was on my own and my father passed away and my father was a big influence because I saw him work really 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 hard to get what he wanted and we 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 started in a really poor area and ended up in his dream cottage in the country and I knew the value of hard work um but when he passed away you know, you're grieving and you're kind of thinking, oh, my God, you know, what have I done with my life? And you only live once and all those things were going through my head. And uh, my daughter got that awkward uh, milestone of the first period. So I felt sorry for her. So I went to the shop to see if I could buy some kind of beginner set or starter set or kind of a welcome to womanhood set or something. And there was nothing there. So in the supermarket aisle right there and then I decided that I would start a business with a gift box for mums like me that were looking for what I was looking for. And so I started Funky Goddess and I had no money. I had no money, obviously I had a bad bank record from being a lone parent as well. Uh, so I wasn't going to get any loans. And I just, um, you know, I reached out to family. My mom gave me a little bit of a loan and I just, and my sister built a website and I chose the name Funky Goddess. And I just went through the whole process all online. And then she put me on Twitter, my sister. And she goes, there you go. You can market your business on Twitter. And I'm like, what, 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 what's Twitter like? I'd heard about it on the radio, but I didn't know what it was. And I barely had a Facebook page myself. So I just learned and I just started when the kids were in bed, um, I would actually go online to find other women like me and other people like me and people I admired and business to learn as much as I could because I didn't go to college or anything so I needed to learn as much as I could and you know nowadays YouTube like don't underestimate the power of YouTube for learning something you know and there are all kinds of courses out there and all kinds of experts that give away free information and tips so um, yes that really started me on my journey and then I ended up on Dragon's Den which is a, a TV show over here in Ireland so I ended up on that with the Funky Goddess gift box and I was selling them left, right and center, but I needed to make I needed it to be profitable because I was buying the stuff to put in the gift box, but I wasn't making a profit. So I was selling lots of them globally. And that's another thing I noticed from Twitter was the fact I could reach a global audience with what I was doing. And because it was a bit of a taboo topic, I got a lot of attention from the media. And obviously, when I was on Dragon's Den, what had happened was a butterfly landed on the makeup girl's light uh, when I was getting my makeup done for the TV. And it was January. And she said, why is there a butterfly here in January? And I said, that's my dad. You know, so, of course, when I went up to I'm getting goosebumps when I went up to the Dragon's. Uh, one of the ladies, Nora Casey, said, you've had a tough year, haven't you? And I burst into tears. So I'm the girl that cried on Dragon's Den. OK, so that kind of showed me, though, on Twitter, I had about following of about 5000 at this stage. It showed me the effect of something like that, the human, the human behind the business. It showed me what would happen when people were being authentic and shown themselves. And I mean, Twitter exploded. Everyone was talking about it. Um, it was really, really cool. So, yeah, so that business, I, I didn't get the investment after the TV show um, due to due dil- diligence. And I just shelved it then because I needed I needed to start making money. And um, a customer bought it off me. So I sold my first startup. Um, and uh, so then because I was so good on Twitter, um, all I was doing was talking to people, but I was building relationships. I didn't realize it, you know, um, and uh 
a local hotel here approached me and asked me, you know, would I help them with their Twitter? Because you seem to be good at this Twitter thing. Can you show us how to do it? And I was like, okay. yeah, sure. And when I was showing them, they said, oh, will you just run it for us? And I went, OK. Oh. So then I knew I had a business. So then I changed my Twitter handle from Funky Goddess to Tweeting Goddess. And that's how it came about. Wow. Do you know what? I was doing some research and I was actually listening to your TED talk that you've done, mm-hmm. which is on YouTube. And what I didn't realize was that my mom was around and she was listening to it too. And she oh. Was, oh my goodness, she was funky. God, she goes, that's an amazing idea. She goes, oh, whatever happened to that? So I was like, you know what? I don't actually know what's ever happened to that, but I will find out. So now I know I'm going to go and tell my mom. My mom was like, that's amazing. That's, that's like, that is an amazing idea to have for so many, you know. I know. Even dads, it would really help. Well, them. actually, my biggest customers were lone fathers. Oh, there you go. You know, and even like, separated fathers, because, you know, she might go to the dads for the weekend and then right. maybe if it happened then. So they they wanted to buy it to have it there just in case, because I had all the information in it. And so I thought it was a brilliant idea. <laughs> but like, you know, it was just it's just one of those things. I needed the investment, you know, and I didn't, yeah. you know, someday, someday I might venture back to it when I do get to a stage where I have the business to invest in it myself you know so I do think it's important because you know Jesus you know we've enough challenges as it is without starting off with a challenge do you know what I mean as a woman so so yeah so it it was interesting I built a lot of um relationships Uh, tell your mom thanks by the way um I built right there she was like that's an amazing idea Oh, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Well, I mean, this is it. And a lot of grandparents would buy them, too. So, you know, the, it, it taught me a lot about business and about, you know, knowing your customer. Um, you know, I taught my customers were going to be the teenagers. No, they're not the ones that were going to buy it. You know, things like that, learning as much as I could as I went along. And then because I'd learned so much, um, you know, obviously, because I was on TV a lot, then people started asking me to speak at events. And then Twitter seems to be the only platform that people are really have. They really have a fear around. And they really seem to struggle with it, you know, and I didn't realize um, there's a big fear around Twitter because all they hear about are the negative things on the TV, on the news. When pe- when tweets are quoted, it's always a negative thing, you know, and they just thought it was all about trolls and p- certain presidents. Um, but it's not. It's actually there's so lot, so many acts of kindness that happen on Twitter. The Twitter community, they're actually much more mature than the other social media platforms they're professional urban the highest growing demographic are the over 55s so they've been there done that they don't want to hang out with idiots they want to be around good people you know so um that's what i found anyway with twitter wow so it's very clear right from what you're saying that you are the twitter expert you've had a (laughs) journey you've learned along the way right what works doesn't work um you know you've got this ability that you can build brand advocates around your brand or using twitter right that is your superpower for sure now you've told us how you've done it and how it's been built up but tell us a little bit more about how you do this now How, how do you carry on building and building just using twitter oh gosh it's all about engagement it's all about um adding value Mm-hmm. Um, and when people know, like, and trust you, they will buy from you. But not only that, that you, you've got a whole army of marketeers ready to tell everybody about you. Yeah. And, you know, even the little simple thing I did with you where I helped you, I know you're going to tell other people about me now. Yeah. I mean, how many Twitter experts do you know? How many social media experts do you know? A lot. How many Twitter experts do you know? Not no. many. No. So I was just really lucky um, that I actually ended up in that niche it wasn't my intention there was no plan 
there was no yeah. plan for this so yeah. so don't fret if you don't have a plan it's still <laughs> possible you know some of this happened by accident but it didn't really i sat there and i worked hard i worked hard to learn i worked hard to become that expert and, and i started calling myself the twitter expert and that's another thing i was afraid to own that because some people said, oh, expert, ooh, you know, I was like, you know, I need to own it. I need to yeah. own it and say, yes, I am a Twitter expert. And I'm also a LinkedIn expert. And I'm also, you know, I do lots of other things. Um, I'm a brand advocate, a community builder, because I built a community around my brand already. And, and, and I, I'm actually used in a lot of case studies. I've been in, I've been mentioned in an exam, in a market, digital marketing exam, I was mentioned. Wow. Uh, and that was kind of cool. That made me feel really good, you know. Um, so it's about uh, nurturing the relationships and it's about making people feel good. You know, like I never you rarely see me say anything negative on Twitter. I all I stay away from controversy. I don't get involved in the anti mask, any of that. I don't get involved in that. I just stay away from it. I keep my opinion to myself and I just keep spreading the positivity and using Twitter to help people. When you help someone, because it happened to me, and I mentioned this in my TEDx talk, mm -hmm. um, when Bill Yao invited me to breakfast in this posh golf club, I like I had soul on my shoe was, was coming off. I was so embarrassed going in. Right. Right. But I was treated like a human. I was treated. We chatted. It was I was treated like somebody. And when you treat someone like somebody, don't underestimate the power of that you don't know what that person's going through you don't know what their day has been like I've been through loads of crap and you know what it's all about people and I think this pandemic is going to sort the men out from the boys because this pandemic has shown people you know that it's really about humanity and kindness and you know at the end of the day, like like how many times have you seen a cat walking by on a camera or a child running in? Yeah. How much more acceptable <laughs> it is now compared yeah. to before? And yet I always did that. So I was way ahead of the rest when the pandemic hit. And I have to say, like our membership went up 28 percent. Um, I was already doing webinars. I was already doing all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I was already having a grandmother sit there with a, a baby on her lap attending my webinars, you know, so that was already my thing. Um, I remember I had a, 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 a member that was going to do a presentation and she was really fretting. She rang me the night before and I was like, what's wrong? She goes, well, I just wanted to let you know that I have lots of tattoos. I'm like, okay. Right. And she was like, well, you know, and I was like, so I said, I'm not, I'm not putting you on that stage because of your tattoos. I'm putting you on your stage because you're an expert, right. you know? So this is something that I've always done. So I was way ahead, which is great. <laughs> it's Amazing. great for me. I love that. Now, you, you've mentioned, you know, you've done so many things. You've tested things out. You realize what works, what doesn't work. Um, you've got so many followers. You're teaching so many clients. First of all, I just want to make it clear to the audience. Do you do this globally or is it just locally? Oh, my gosh. Globally. Always globally. Always. Folks, if you can do something online, you're global. OK, I have clients in New York, California. Mm -hmm. I have clients in Canada. Uh, I have a client in Australia. Uh, I mean, you know, the, uh, New Zealand as well. I mean, all over the world we have clients. I mean, what it is, is if someone wants to learn from you, it's just about you. You can see my three clocks behind me. It's all about going global. And that's why I have those three clocks, by the way. I bought three cheap clocks and I just said I am going to make them my time zone clocks because it shows I'm global. 
Okay. So show that you're global. Um, that. Just little tricks like that, you know, and it's just about the perception for the person on the other side. Um, but if you know your stuff, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. People will get you, will pay on a Zoom call to get a consultation with you. Right. I have clients now I've never even met. I've never met them in real life. Wow. OK, so they've seen, you know, what you do online. They love hearing what you do. They've probably heard from other people, reviews, testimonials and the results that you've got for them. And they're like, holy crap, I need Samantha Kelly. I need the tweeting goddess. Exactly. Right? And then you have social audio. You've got Clubhouse. You've got Twitter spaces. You have once you can do if you can record videos online as well and put them on YouTube, you know, Google reviews. How many people like if you go to a country, what do you do? You go to the Google reviews. I mean, make sure you, you claim your Google My Business listing and then make sure you ask your clients for reviews. Just send them the link and say, look, would you mind just giving us a review after that? And it works so well because people, I've, I've like, I think I've 15, to maybe more, maybe 30 uh, five-star reviews, I think. But you know, that's, that's credibility. And then what you can do is you can take those reviews, put them in an image and use them on your other social media. Amazing. I love that. Now, Samantha, you have told us a lot about twitting and, you know, you know, how you became an expert and all of that my question is to you is what actually qualifies you an expert do you need to be qualified like have a piece of paper and go to college or uni or school how did you get qualified I don't have a piece of paper you are qualified if people will spend money to learn from you and that they learn and they get value and they get sales and they get results if you are an expert if if your niche is whatever your niche is like you're actually an expert in how to create a podcast. Right. You know, so, I mean, you've done it. So yeah. if you've done it and you've lived it and you've got results and you've changed businesses around because of it, then you are an expert in doing whatever that thing is that you did to do that. And if you have something that people, um, that solves a problem, that's a solution for someone and they're willing to pay for that, that then you have a business. Right. Now, the reason why I ask that question is because there is a misconception out there that, you have to go to uni or college and school and get a qualification um, before you're seen as an expert. Like that piece of paper is really, really important. But what I found, especially in business entrepreneurs, the biggest qualifications that you can have is real life experience. And people skills. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. There are so many people who have a piece of paper, but they just aren't able to deal with people but don't get me wrong mm -hmm. uh, it is something that has held me back a little bit when it comes to like let's say if I wanted to apply for a job right. as a digital head of digital marketing or whatever they will not even look at my CV because I don't have that degree wow whereas I could be the perfect person that they need you know so you've got this thriving yep. business still won't look at you yeah. And I know this. I've, I've, I've actually, there was a time when I was thinking, oh, you know, I could really do that because it was exactly, it was like describing me this particular role. And I went for it and they were like, well, I'm sorry, you don't have the degree. I was like, okay, fine. Crazy. Yeah. 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 But I don't think it's like that so much now with the real top tech companies. You know, I don't think, right. you know, the modern kind of world looks at that so much, but I, don't get me wrong. If you love studying and you love to get that piece of paper, I would get it. And probably someday I would love to lecture in college. So then I will have to get oh, to the degree. 
if I want to do that, you know, imagine me as a lecturer to people learning digital marketing. I mean, I, I'd be, I'd, I'd love it. So it is something I've looked into just for myself so that I can progress in a lecture space, you know? So like academia that. was never my strong point. I, I, I did, I, I had a good leaving certificate, which is like your A-levels, but it wasn't, I got my best marks in art actually. <laughs> I love art. I'll show you one of my pictures actually. That's because you're creative. Right. So that's one of my pictures there. No you know, way. so wait, is that a painting? Yeah. Oh my goodness. The detail yeah. on that is amazing. I love that. Yeah. So I must get it framed actually. But um, yeah, so things like that. But that's what I do to chill now. But you see, oh. that's not my like I wasn't very academic, but I like even if I, actually someone pointed out to me, even if I'm writing an article, I write like a tweet. Really? It just comes naturally to you to just write as a tweet. <laughs> Wow. 200 characters <laughs> but, but you know you can't be an expert in everything so I mean I won't be I wouldn't be able to lecture for example because I don't have that piece of paper I don't have those extra skills so look yeah if anyone's watching and they think they need to go to college to be an expert you don't unless it, it depends on what the field is in yeah. social media world and in business if you're like if you're an expert if you're an expert painter and you're selling paintings well then you're okay do you know what I mean if you're making yeah. money from it and you're selling paintings you know so it's 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 yeah it is something that um I did I did feel I wasn't good enough because I didn't have that piece of paper but it hasn't stopped me becoming one of the top experts in the world like I mean there are two Twitter there's myself and Madeline Scalar she's in America and people mention the two of us all the time oh wow great awesome now Samantha are you able to teach a principle to our audience today that they can relate to and immediately apply yeah, of course. Okay, so um, the most important thing with Twitter and all social media is to make sure your bio is filled in because that's going to decide whether people are going to follow you or not, if they will click follow. So make your bio as attractive as possible. Look at your, look at your profile. Ask yourself, would I follow me? Do I look interesting enough to follow? So put in the three top three things that you think everyone loves my Irish accent tree. I always say tree. Um, but the, the top three things that you are an expert in. So whether it's uh, blogging or, you know, accountancy or put make sure you get those words into the bio, get a really good headshot invest go and pay the whatever 200 euros whatever it is for a really really good headshot because if you get featured in the media or anything like that they're always going to ask for a really good photograph so it's worth investing in those really good pictures I mean uh, just do invest there there's always a local photographer that would love the work and that you know would do that for you and so get your bio and this includes LinkedIn as well get a really good headshot fill in your bio Put in the stuff, the keywords that you are known for. So Twitter expert, I'm known for. I'm also known um, more as a community builder, uh, brand, brand, all that kind of stuff, branding, personal branding. Uh, but this is all stuff I kind of fell into, but it's all a part of what I do. Um, online, now I'm an expert in creating webinars and stuff like that and creating online events. I mean, that's just all stuff that came with the territory. So, um, you know, put all that stuff in and then, think about how can I add value so think about these things if I put this post or this tweet up is it going to help somebody say is it going to inspire or is this going to add value that someone is going to learn something new they didn't know yesterday so if you could just think like that so think before you tweet I always say think 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 does each post have to um, um, contain all three of those things or is it just one at a time 
no, I would even just no, just your bio. Um, or sorry, the um the post, sorry, no, not all of those things, just each different. So value. Uh, sharing sharing knowledge, assisting others. So doing something for someone else, maybe mentioning someone else. It's actually not about me at all. It's about my audience. So maybe I can give someone else a boost today. Um, being kind, uh, maybe it's something funny. You know, like don't be afraid to experiment. And you know what? People buy from people. So just be yourself. Uh, start sharing knowledge, but start by following people you admire. Start by following Kay and myself today. You know, start there and hopefully we'll follow you back. Trust me, if I if I see someone follow me, I click on their profile. I see, hmm, do I want to follow this person? And also I go through the last few tweets. So if your tweets are giving out about masks or whatever, something controversial, I won't follow you. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Now, you said this a couple of times now. You don't get controversial. I didn't mean but... that. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't controversy good when it comes to media and getting people's attention? Uh, no, not negative, not negative conversations. I always say, is this like if you're going to do a post, you know, and you want to ask a question, ask a question that's going to prompt a positive conversation, not a negative one. OK, all right. Got it. Yeah. Positive, positive, positive. Don't forget, there are lots of people like through this pandemic as well that are lonely and that are online for the first time, maybe just trying to connect with have that human connection. So you be that person that's going to be there for them to help them and you know take them along on the journey and introduce them to people like if you're listening to this now and you're in business and you're really stuck and you are on twitter follow me and say hi i heard you on the podcast because then i'll know where you came from and then ask me if there's someone i can connect you with i'll do it that's something we can implement today amazing i love that thank you so much samantha for that now I've got a couple of more things that I would love to hear um, from you. And I know our audience are going to want to hear this as well. But would you be able to give us some recent success stories that you've had, you know, lately, like some of the maybe a couple, one or two that you've had recently? Yeah, I mean, I had a friend actually, well, I was following this guy on Twitter for ages, uh, Chad, and he was a really good chef and he was putting up great stuff. And then he decided he wanted to start this, you know, these horse box, uh, uh, these businesses, restaurant businesses, the, the kind of horse box things that are on the road you know the coffee kind of mobile things and um he wanted to do that and then he realized it was going to be so expensive and and so I said well why don't you crowdfund for it and he was like right and I said look I'll help you so I helped him set up the crowdfunding campaign a few other people jumped in and helped as well and we put the crowdfunding campaign out and he raised 15,000 in a day in a day yeah yeah but the reason was he already had his community built People already liked him. They already trusted him. They already wanted to help him, you know. So if you have, if you can't get uh, finances, you know, um, another thing I did was the Secret Valley Wildlife Park. Uh, They came to me. They needed to keep feeding the animals while they were closed during the pandemic. So we raised uh, 15,000 for them. I helped them make the crowdfunding campaign. So, you know, we had different perks, like you got a certificate. I helped save Secret Valley. You know, we got, um, we had different perks, like an annual family membership, stuff like that. So yeah, that that was very successful as well. Um, Promoting just on Twitter. Just uh, Twitter, mostly, yeah. Most of the wow. most of the contributions came from Twitter. Actually, I must ask Chad that if most of them came from Twitter or LinkedIn, because he's very active on LinkedIn. I've never actually asked him that question, but I know that for for 
it shows the value of having a relationships and yeah. a community around you already, right. you know, that trusts you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had, uh, well, the, the hotel account that I took over, the very, very first one, their clicks to sale went up 15%. And the head office of the hotel group uh, rang her and said, how come your clicks to sale went, have gone up 15%? And she said, oh, we have Samantha running the account. And so they asked her to find out what I'd done. And I said, well, I just went back to the clients that had already mentioned the hotel. So I went down to people who'd already been there and I said, oh, hiya, Mary, haven't seen you for a while. And Mary was like, oh, my God, the hotel is talking to me. And then Mary was like, oh, yeah, we haven't been there for a while. And 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 Jack is missing it. And oh, actually, by the way, have you any offers at the moment? And I was like, yeah, sure. Here's our golden years offer, midweek offer. And then she booked. Oh, wow. It was as simple as that. Yeah. So just reaching out to people. You know, engaging, engaging, yeah. making them feel special. She was delighted. She was like, oh, the hotel saying hello to me. Like, you know, and it's about engagement. It's all about that. And Twitter lists are great for that. If you want to kind of segment, you know, um, if you like, I'm finding lots of new podcasts, for example, at the moment for my clients so that I can get my clients on some podcasts. So I'm making a list of any podcasts I find. So I add them to a Twitter list. So then every day I go into that Twitter list and I say, right, which one of these podcasters can I help today? And then I retweet one of them. They're like, oh, thanks very much. And next thing I get a DM saying, would you be a guest on my podcast? Right. Because I've just got back on their radar. Yeah. And they might have been thinking, oh, I need to do one on social media soon. And then Tweeting Goddess pops up retweeting your tweet. Wow. Yeah. I love that. It's so simple as well. So love- simple. Now, and it doesn't cost anything either. Don't forget, no, you see a lot of people good. put money into ads and all of this, and you actually don't have to. This is all organic. This all happened organically. And everyone yeah. loves organic. Organic. They is do. Amazing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But well, I have to. You have to put the work in, though. You have to actually yeah. be human, and that's why the small business owner can have an advantage over the big corporate, because yeah. the big corporate will not put that work in. No. 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 That's very true. Very, very true. And by doing it organic as well, you actually build um, proper relationships. Is that proper relationships? As in, you know, people that really want your help. I have, look, I have met so many people. Like if I'm going around Ireland and I'm passing through a town where I know one of my Twitter followers has a coffee shop, I drop into that coffee shop. Wow. Oh yeah, I do. And I get selfies. Um, I, I, we get the selfie and I always do always, if, if I'm in an area and I say, actually, I'm in that area this week, do you want to meet for a cup of tea? I always do it. And that's what makes it different as well. You, you go know? that one step further. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that you do that with your local community as well. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You're yeah. Very like, humble, you know, you're very down to earth. Um, but I even want to say that, you know, you've got the celebrity status as well. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel that. Uh, but thank you. I, I'm not. I, I told you my story. Like I, I am just a, a mom who who had a business idea and yeah. wanted to. But but I wanted I'll tell you what the difference is. I wanted to give my daughters more opportunities than I had. And that's the difference. So there are people that will sit around and that will be on social welfare. I was on social welfare. Don't forget. I didn't want to be on social welfare. Oh. I went into the social welfare office the day I signed off and I brought a, a box of chocolates and a card and they were like, well, what's this? And I said, well, that's just thank you for all the support you've given me over the years. They were like, nobody does that. They said. <laughs> so it was really funny but it's good you know because they did carry me through that 
that part of my life. And there's one thing I do love to do is actually if I do see someone that is struggling, you know, I do a lot of events and stuff. And what I do is I kind of just send them a message and say, look, here's a free ticket. Oh, wow. That's and stuff like, but people don't see that side because I don't say anything about it. I've just said it here. Sorry. But you know what I mean? There's always someone that that was me back then. And I don't want to forget where I came from. So I'm not a celebrity at all. No, I, I, I'm, I have a big profile and it is funny because my husband, my husband just asked me, did I want a cup of tea there? My husband, when he comes to me, he's like, why are these people all over here? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, oh my God, you're really popular, aren't you? Like, cause he doesn't Aww. like understand what I do. Right, so. right. Oh my goodness. Now, Samantha, where can people receive some additional free support? Where can they go to contact you to find out more? Well, tweeting goddess everywhere. So tweeting goddess on, I'm even on TikTok now, but um, that's just for fun. There's not really much business stuff there, right. but um, I'm on LinkedIn, tweetinggoddess.com. And then if, if any women are listening and they feel they, 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 they like the support and they, like they can't afford to work with me one-to-one, but maybe if they want a piece of me, my Women's Inspire Network was created for that because a lot of people couldn't afford my services, but this way, they can afford a piece of me. I'm there a lot. I'm growing a big global community. I'd love to see you there, Kay. You'd love us. And it's all about learning. And we do um, weekly webinars and online coffees. And it's just really nice to be able to meet other people like, like us. Um, and yes, yeah, so if you're there, that's womensinspirenetwork.com. I'll definitely but, go and check that out myself as well, for sure. Ah, uh, yeah, you, you'd love it. And, and the thing is, it's, it's all about helping each other. Look, there's, and, and the bitches, there's no bitches because the bitches don't like me, so they don't join. <laughs> Great. Say it how it is. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. I mean, what? We don't have time for that crap anymore. Yeah. Let's just yeah. help each other, support each other. And it could be just something as simple as even someone listening now that maybe only thinks, oh, well, I only have 200 followers. If you retweet my six step program or one of my workshops, that's helping me. You're helping me get in front of a new audience that right. didn't know me before. So it doesn't matter how many followers you are. It's about it's about sharing and helping others, really. And, um, you know, just, you know, we've been through so much this year. People have lost people and, you know, people it's, it's been really tough pivoting. So it, it's all about just, you know what, there's plenty of business for everyone. Let's help. Like for UK, I'm going to help get you some cool guests. I mean, it's about, I know loads of people that would love to be on your podcast. You're really talented. You're great at what you do. If I didn't like you, I wouldn't do that. So people buy from people. So if people can just remember that today, people buy from people. I love that. Thank you, Samantha. It was amazing having you on our podcast today on this show. There's been so much value, so many golden nuggets. Uh, I've taken away so much. I know (laughs) other people will as well. Um, Guys, just to let you all know the links that Samantha mentioned, Um, her website that she's mentioned they will all be in the show notes below so please go and check them out again Samantha thank you so much for coming on the show oh you're welcome thanks for having me and I'll see everybody on Twitter (laughs) thank you for your time and listening to Uncensored Society podcast all resources mentioned throughout the episode will be added to the show notes and you'll be able to find them at the bottom as you scroll down don't forget to go ahead and subscribe and leave a review in iTunes Thank you once again.